Welcome to week five, October 25th through 30th. Uh, we'll be covering the week in depth. This is assessment week, the final week of the month. This uh, month in general, we've had two assessments, neurological core and deadlift. Uh, oh, sorry, deadlift and upper lower endurance. The reason I'm bringing that up is because there's been quite a lot of pulling um, just in totality for the month. Uh, and this, uh, just as a reminder with the month theme overview, we got gymnastics, ventilation is the system, barbell is virtuosity, and the fun is girls. So <clears throat> for this month or for this week, Monday is deadlifts. Uh, we have the upper lower endurance on uh, Friday. And oh, wait, I missed on Monday. We also have the neurological core. So we're doubling those up on that Monday. Deadlift, the neurological core on that Monday. And then Friday is the upper lower endurance. Thursday is kind of a, uh, we'll say, boring workout. It's four minutes on, one minute off, but this is laying a foundation in terms of aerobic ability. So, and also sort of a, a recovery day in a way. Um, so we'll dive into that when we get there. But starting out with Monday, oh, before I do that, Brian, do you have anything that you want to add or talk about here? For yeah, this yeah. High level um, yeah. All the, I think as I know, Nathan said that Thursday is boring, but I think it was the best workout of the week, but we'll get there when we get there. Um, and all that polling we've done this month does translate very well uh, to Friday. When you assess upper and low endurance, we had a lot of people slamming through deadlifts um, and, and leveling up. So it should pay off big having to a uh, deadlift a couple times a week, the last few weeks. Yeah. And uh, okay. So Monday we have, this is our assessment day for deadlift and neurological core. Uh, again, there are options. So if someone isn't going to be doing the assessment, then they'll just do the version here, eight, five, three, one. It's still sort of an assessment. You're just not going to like a max, you know, you just go to a heavy. So just kind of keeping that in mind, the uh, neuro and core, if you're not going to do the neuro and core assessment, you'll be doing Tabata alternating for eight minutes between double unders and ab mat sit up. So alternate movements, each interval. Uh, so we're not going to spend too much on this. Everyone should be pretty familiar with the way uh, assessments go, but just as a reminder, you know, logistics do play a role with this neurological and core. It's kind of why we have this alternative workout that's similar in time frame. So people can do it with you, uh, with everybody and the movements, you know, the review and everything that we go over is going to be the same. Um, the, uh, extra credit for this day, durability training, uh, which is dual kettlebell front rack, March AMRAP plank rest two minutes times four. Now, Brian, um, anything that you want to add or talk about for this day, like what you saw in class and any sort of build tips and tricks. Definitely. Yeah. Assessments can get a little tricky, especially, you know, NNC endurance or neural core has a, a couple different options. You might have some people doing just trying to do max double unders with like knees to elbow, strict knees to elbow, right? And then you have some people doing their Tabatas. You have some people doing um, the, the Annie workout. So it, group people together, make sure you have like distinct areas where people are doing things instead of having, you know, every other station doing a different, a different variation. That way the grouping together, you can kind of look over, see what they're doing. It's pretty quick to decipher, you know, what they're doing, if they're leveling up, if they're not so on and so forth. Um, but yeah, just, just sticking real tight to the time. It don't, don't let that, uh, that deadlift time go too far over because you do want to have plenty of time to go over double unders and give everyone the opportunity to level up. Um, and if they do this workout that their abs are going to be pretty smoked. So just keep that in mind. Uh, I think if they do any or the alternative their their abs are going to be pretty smoked. So 
uh, making sure that they stretch afterwards and stretch in the next few days to, to keep that open and not too sore. Um, and okay, so that durability training at the end, just a little note on that, uh, this extra credit, this is part of that umbrella that we talk about. And this is just sort of, again, rounding out uh, the session and the extra credits, the way we do them um, is you can assign them, right? So that's the whole idea of the extra credits. And they're, they're woven throughout the, the weeks and the months uh, as an, uh, an opportunity to uh, you know, assign those to people that need work on those things. So that's your uh, Monday. Also, just a note here, breathe and burn, heart rate rising with every double under interval and burning during the sit-ups. Pretty uh, self-explanatory there, neuro and core. We kind of know how that one works. Uh, and Tuesday. So Tuesday, we have uh, Alice in Wonderland. This is chest to bar pull-ups and ascending ladder with a descending ladder of wall balls and then a 200 meter run kind of splitting that up. So the, the chest to bar volume here is not very high. Uh, same thing with the pull-ups. You'll notice that uh, the pull-up numbers at purple drop to sixes. This is just to maintain consistency so people aren't doing big sets at that level. Uh, but just as a, a note, the warm-up, I've been maybe not going over the warm-up, but 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off. Planks, scat pull-ups, air squats, leg swings. When you take a look at this warm-up, you'll see how things kind of play into the day. The uh, prep, right? So once we're through that warm-up, that prep is getting everything ready, primarily around chest-to-bar pull-ups uh, and then spending some time on wall balls. But again, that workout, Alice, one of my kind of an interesting one. Uh, it's four time and we're looking for a sub 15 goal. The system is breathe and burn, which if you're familiar, we are doing an e-learning uh, for this quarter and uh, for programming, and we will have a more robust explanation. I've done videos in the past. There's actually a video in the group going over some of the, the core fundamental concepts of how we do this. Uh, but this is just an easy way to kind of categorize things in our heads. Uh, the levels consideration, upper body pull and API, and uh, Brian, how'd this one go in class and what do you have in terms of uh, feedback or, uh, or, you know, tips? Tips. Yeah. So for the, the wall balls, um, the people that had the most success definitely did bigger sets here. This is going to be the main portion of this workout. There's a few people that will do the chest bar pull-ups and the pull-ups, but with the jumping pull-ups and jumping chest bars, the, we won't have to think much about how to break them up. They're, they're there to hold intensity, you know, and mimic that pulling movement pattern. So with the jumping chest of our pull-ups, we do want to keep those unbroken jumping pull-ups unbroken, keep that heart rate up, uh, keep it moving. If we are doing chest of our pull-ups and pull-ups, breaking those up early to, to continue to maintain uh, consistency with technique across all rounds, that was the, the biggest struggle that some people had, right? Once we get to that 12 and 15, that technique kind of breaking down. So even breaking up reps at six and nine, just to save the grip a little bit and save that, that upper body pulling for the bigger sets. But with the wall balls, particularly these first two rounds, thinking about breaking them up in half, that way you can maybe go unbroken on the 18 and definitely go unbroken on the 12 and the six and keep that heart rate high, keep the burning up in the legs because we are hitting that breathe and burn. So we want to make sure that we're not breaking up the wall ball so much that we get rid of that burn, which some people did. And it slowed down the workout quite a bit. Um, and then use that run to kind of recover. We don't want to necessarily jog or walk, but not running at full intensity, recovering enough to hit those chest of our pull-ups right away. Um, and sub 15 was, was pretty doable for everyone. We had a few people, if you're doing the chest of our pull-ups and you're just kind of getting your chest of bars or same thing with kipping pull-ups, you might bleed over the 15, 
but but this is definitely a um, a reasonable goal for this one. Uh, and the prehab, or so once we finish that, the accessory, right? Prehab accessory, we got Jefferson curls, Cossack squats, Peterson step ups. Uh, so yeah, Brian, talk us through that one a little bit. Yeah, we're just really focused on movement quality and range of motion here, especially Jefferson curls. <clears throat> Excuse me. Especially on those Jefferson curls, really trying to move each vertebrae one at a time, all the way down in a full hinge position. Slight pause at the bottom there just to make sure we're maintaining control and coming right back up. Um, I would use no weight for these first two. Um, actually, all three don't need any weight. We're just work, working on movement quality there. Cossack squats, holding onto a post. Most people will have to hold onto an upright or a post to, to hit full range of motion on those and keep their foot completely down and uh, keep that outer foot turning out or turning up rather as you go down. So really focus on, again, that consistent movement pattern and range of motion there. And then with the Peterson step-ups, we always get a lot of questions like, why don't we do more of these? But they sh if we're doing them right, even a low box five reps should be plenty of volume for your knee. It's really focused on those knee tendons, ligaments in there, kind of, kind of stressing those, particularly the patellar tendon. Um, so should be real low, you know, maybe six to, to a foot of height, six to 12 inches of height. Um, just to, you know, add a little bit of stress to that patellar tendon, but we don't want to be so high that we're having to bounce or jump or use that off foot for any reason. Yeah. And, you know, a note on the quality thing, I think we talk about it every week, uh, but yeah, you know, five sets for quality, five of each it, going through very slowly focused on uh, the movement, right? Really kind of getting the, the, I just keep wanting to say quality, but the, the balance, everything focused, right? That's a huge thing uh, with what we do yeah. with the accessories. And then the extra credit, we have mobility, one minute couch stretch, pigeon stretch, seated straddle, dual quad stretch. And we are going to be starting to take out these options where we're just going to give a prescription, right? So times three, we've been talking about this internally. Uh, so you can look out for that in the, in, in future weeks, the breathe and burn. So if we take a look at this workout, right, we got uh, Alice in Wonderland. It's for time. There's these uh, descending three, six, nine, 12, 15 chest to bar pull-ups, and then descending 30, 24, 18, 12, six wall balls with a 200 meter run, breaking that up. This is a breathe and burn, 85% heart rate throughout with burning building through the pull-ups and wall balls, right? So with that descending ladder on the chest to bar pull, or sorry, the ascending and then the dis descending on the wall balls, the chest to bar pull-ups will get harder and harder. The wall balls, I mean, when we say harder and easier, it's relative, but it, the, uh, mm -hmm. it just gets, the wall balls get less and less as you go. So we're just maintaining that 85% heart rate throughout. That's your Tuesday. Wednesday, we have, uh, we're going to open up with some some scap push-ups to down dog, RDLs, press and clean high pulls. So this is all obviously very light and just getting through those, uh, the uh, movement patterns here, this three sets. So you could add a little weight on those presses or do something like that where you're kind of each set is a little bit, um, you know, prepping you for what's coming up, which is a strict press and the strict press five by three uh, at the brown and purple level. And then we got accumulating sets of five, uh, at orange and blue and then white and yellow is dumbbell strict press and the workout itself is an imam so the the weight is light right so that's the first thing that we, we got to note here four power cleans mm -hmm. 95 65 four push press and each rep you're going to add around if you fail to finish a minute 
you're going to drop back down to four, right? So you go four on the first minute, five on the second, six, seven, eight, can't maintain eight, you drop all the way back down to four and resume, right? Restart the whole thing. Uh, now, this is a, it's, it is an interesting one, but what we're starting with in the session, obviously, is going over the clean progressions, movement review, uh, and then reviewing push press with remaining time. So we got about 15 minutes or so uh, for this, uh, and then spending a little bit of time getting the, the feeling, the rehearsal of the, the session. The goal is 10 plus rounds, breathe and burn is the systems, and the uh, consideration is weightlifting. And Brian, how'd this one go? What was the uh, consensus? Oh man, this one was, uh, this one looks not that bad, right? Cause all you're saying is four and four, but every time you add one of those reps up until about the round of eight, it's going to be easy. Once you get to eight and eight and we have 16 reps in a minute, that's where things start to get a little burny. Things start to get a little uncomfortable. So we want to set ourselves up for that. So real efficient movement on the power clean and push press, even early on. It's, you know, when we're doing only eight reps in a minute, it's easy for people to kind of get a little sloppy kind of, you know, just throw away movements. We have plenty of rest, no worries, but we should act like we have to do 12 and 12 from the start. That way, once you get there, you know, it's just business as usual. We're just continuing our movement pattern, continuing our flow. We're not having to change things as the reps get higher. So particularly on the push press, make sure we're using those legs, right? Your legs can do a lot of work for a long time. Your shoulders, if you're using mostly shoulders on that, they will burn out very quickly. Uh, no matter how many times I tell people in class, there's always the same couple people that refuse to actually do a push press and they want to do a half squat to a strict press. And I'm sure you'll have those people too, but really discouraging that because a strict press, that volume will build very quickly and people will just fall all the way off and they'll be dropping back down to their four reps pretty quick. Um, we had a few people get past 12 and almost made it to the you know the very end which would be 16 reps right it would be four i think it was 16 reps i always get confused because it's a, is it yeah, like what, 17 it because we start at four or is it 15 you know but we had a couple of people almost make it to the end once you're once we're in those last two minutes it gets like real close so if you have people going right to the end um the only thing i would recommend is speeding up a little bit so you know as as much as technique allows but really slamming through those power cleans and push press because time will get uh, pretty tight so you want to at least have a quick reset before you have to grab the bargain for the power cleans um, i think again, on this one you know smooth is fast right yeah so very smooth yeah, technique is yeah consistent now a, a yeah. little note on here the white and yellow right so there's no mm -hmm. <laughs> the, the, it's static, right? Five and five for every, for every round for the Imam. And that's going to be uh, just to make sure that people aren't doing, you know, they're not going deep, deep into those. They've got some good rest. Uh, and how did that go with the white and yellow? Yeah, this is really just working on explosive hip extension and that push press movement pattern um, and, and just building some volume, right? It might not seem like a lot, but they'll end up doing 60 and 60 by the end, which is, you know, it, it, a decent amount and they will get better at, at these movements and a little more consistent. Whereas like Nathan was saying, if we had them adding around every time now they have to think about tight technique and they're looking up at the clock and you know, all these other things. And usually the first thing to go is technique because they don't want to be the one to miss the time. So that's why we kind of take that stress away so they can just work on the movement pattern and work on that, uh, that muscle endurance with these movements. 
Uh, and the extra credit here, we got aerobic recovery, 15-minute jog, row air bike, five-minute stretch, two to three sets. So a good amount of time here, 40 to 60 minutes, uh, if you do mm -hmm. uh, give that to your folks. The breathe and burn, burning and in intensity, uh, building with every round, and it will get close to lactic in the later rounds, right? So as mm -hmm. people start to reach their limits, uh, they're breathing, they're, everything is going to kind of accumulate to a point where they can't make it anymore and they've got to reset. When that happens, it's like, it's sort of built an interval in a way, right? You do, it's almost like yeah. now you drop down to four and you got much more time in the minute to do your four of each and then rest and then you can kind of recover in that time so that's uh that's why a uh, lactic isn't in the system by the way it, it will get close but because you immediately drop back down like Nate was saying you kind of bounce right back to breathing burn so you're not going to sit in that lactic very long it'll just kind of hit and then as soon as you hit that point that you'll probably fail and then drop back down to four so that's why you're not you're not sitting in that too long right uh and then thursday we have this is the, the, the longer day, right? So we got four minute intervals separated by one minute and we got three of those times two. So it's kind of confusing way to say it, <laughs> but uh, two rounds of four minute air bike, rest a minute, four rounds of box step ups, rest a minute, four minute row, rest a minute. So in this warm up, we're opening up with a 200 meter run, then six minutes walking lunges, bodybuilders, seated straddle, nice and easy here, getting blood flowing, breath going. And uh, the uh, workout, 250 plus is the goal in terms of uh, reps or calories. Uh, and then the system is breathe heavy breathing. So you can tell right away, four minutes on one minute off in terms of uh, rest to work, work ratio, but then also the movements that are selected box step mm -hmm. up should be consistent, right? The levels consideration is API and uh, yeah. How'd this one go? I know we were talking about this before the call, but uh, yeah. How'd it yeah. go? If you want to scroll down a little bit and just go to the, the heavy breathing. So it says right here, heavy breathing, right? 80% effort. Is it not in there for you? Is it not loading? Okay. It, the For some reason, it's not showing on his, but the, the uh, system is heavy breathing, 80% plus effort held consistently across intervals. So if we take that directly into this 80% effort on the air bike or bodybuilders, rest a minute, 80% effort on the box step up to rest a minute, 80% row. Now this workout seems very intense and rough, right? Where when we're just looking at it here, you're like, oh, just four minutes easy on the bike. It shouldn't be four minutes easy. We should be getting right up to that 80% immediately, holding it, getting right close to the edge where we don't think we'll be able to recover. Then boom, the four minutes is over. You have the one minute rest to quickly reset and then we're right back to 80%. So that's really the goal is holding that effort for that four minutes, right? And even higher than 80%, if you're you're more aerobically inclined in this heavy breathing system, speed it up a little bit, move as fast as you can for the four minutes while still allowing, you know, almost full recovery in that minute. And then we're right back into it. And the goal is to get more reps or calories in the second round, even if it's at one, even if it's one that's still like showing extra effort, right? Maybe 81% instead of 80%. But really, that's where, why I think this workout's the best workout of the week, because we are teaching people to um, pace, pace at, I was, I'm trying to think of a better way to put that though, but like hold a high effort and not be afraid to hold the high effort, right? Because a lot of times people get to that point, you probably, you've probably seen it before where they're breathing hard. And as soon as they start to breathe hard, they immediately kind of stop and rest. But we want them to hold that heavy breathing effort for four minutes 
and see how quickly they recover in the minute because they will because of the, the, the system that we're in. And then right back to it, heavy breathing, pushing through that heavy breathing. Again, one minute rest and pushing through the heavy breathing again. Just really good uh, teaching moment. And uh, I mean, if they do it right, the workout will be one of the, the more intense ones of the week. Yeah, this is a, a, you know, a not as focused on part of fitness. People don't really like to do this mm -hmm. stuff, right? And it, it, but it does, it lays a really super solid aerobic foundation. And it also teaches people how to, like Brian was saying, pace these things, oh, yeah. a high breathing. So when I first started getting into fitness, this, the idea of this was like totally foreign. Like what? Like, I'm just going to get to this high level of breathing and then maintain the breathing. It was just kind of a weird thing, but it does make a huge difference. So it's a great learning opportunity oh, yeah. for your folks. Um, especially if you bring this up in conversation and discussion, right before the workout mm -hmm. and there will be people, I mean, that don't want to do it. They're like, ah, oh, this is, but the whole idea is that we help them understand why it's important over the long term. The uh, yeah. accessory here, three to four sets for quality. We got some core flutter kicks, hollow holds, tuck ups, hollow rock. Uh, and this is just kind of rounding out this session, some solid core work, and then the extra credit durability, 12 barbell rows, and then a ring row hold resting two minutes times four. So just kind of, again, rounding this out, if you give that to your folks, um, it's a great, uh, opportunity. And oh, there it is. It's got mixed up, moved <laughs> down here. That's yeah. funny. So, uh, the heavy breathing, 80% effort held consistently across intervals yeah so when brian was saying hey is that thing down there yeah it was just down on the, the next page if you guys can see it if you're listening to this you don't know what we're talking about but um so that was thursday friday uh we have our upper lower endurance or we're going to do a variation of uh of diane right so 259 deadlifts handstand push-ups um but it's a, this is a upper lower endurance day this is a, essentially what we've been preparing for uh for the month and if you guys just went through assessments, then um, you people will be kind of freshly assessed. But even with this month, they, they still may level up because of the just the frequency and the familiarity with uh, everything that we've been doing. So mm -hmm. spending some time, right? This is an assessment day, spending some time going over everything, handstand push-up uh, re review, variations review, uh, and then we have accumulating at least 30 reps while building. So just making sure that everybody is super prepped and ready to go. The goal is to level mm -hmm. up um, or to, you know, just may have a, have a solid workout. So there's no actual goal for this because this is, and this is scaled a little bit. We'll talk about that. Uh, maybe Brian, you can cover that, how yeah. this is scaled a little differently uh, than the upper lower endurance. So Diane is scaled a little bit differently, even though at the higher, the highest levels, they're the same workout, but they scale differently. I, I keep saying that over and over, <laughs> but the, the breathe and burn uh, is the system and then upper lower endurance is levels consideration. So yeah, Brian, talk to us a little bit about um, the scaling and then how this went in class. Yeah. So if, if you're assessing, obviously this becomes a little more important up here, making sure that we are comfortable upside down, uh, that you are taking your time to build the deadlift, making sure everyone feels good. The, the last thing you want to do when you're going into this assessment is feel cold, especially on those deadlifts, because they're just heavy enough to give you a problem. So really focusing on that in the prep, especially if we're assessing. Um, and like Nathan was saying, we're scaling this a little bit differently than we would the actual, or than we already have for the actual upper and lower endurance test. So usually it goes deadlift into press and then deadlift into handstand pushups. We're just kind of hammering the pike handstand pushups. So people are getting more comfortable upside down. Um, and we have been doing that the last few months 
but testing wise, because this is upper body pushing, lower body pulling endurance, we want to kind of standardize the technique. And with the pike handstand pushups, you guys probably know everyone's angle to the ground is a little bit different. So that's a little bit harder to police and standardize. So that's why we go to the, the dumbbells super, you know, that's super straightforward. Start with the shoulder, touch the shoulder, full lockout overhead, easy. Everyone's going in the same movement pattern. Um, whereas again, the pike handstand pushups are kind of all over the place, but it does build uh, some awareness in training to be upside down, inverted, and then eventually move into the handstand pushups. Uh, but for this workout, I think we've probably talked about this workout, whether you've read the notes 50 times, or you've heard some of us talk about it 50 times, right? We've, we've done this, this assessment quite a bit. Um, deadlifts should ideally be unbroken all the way through or two sets. So 11 and 10, maybe eight and seven. And then once we get to that round of nine, just pedal right down, uh, finish real fast. Handstand pushups will be a little bit different. Even the dumbbell press, if they're doing the assessment and the pike handstand pushups, we want to make sure we're breaking those pretty early so that we're, you know, far away from failure. And then once we get to that round of nine, we can kind of just, you know, send it, finish fast, um, kind of push into that closer to failure. Uh, but you want to stay pretty far away from failure. We had a couple people, I'm sure you've seen it before. You'll see it in class. If you haven't, you'll see it, definitely see it where, they get a little, you know, overzealous on those handstand pushups. They're feeling good on that first set. And then that's round of 15 kind of just, you know, stops them in their track. So making sure that they are breaking it up early, that way they can continue through, hopefully level up and not get stopped by that uh, handstand pushup brick wall. Uh, but yeah, we had quite a few people level up. It was definitely a good day for, for uh, level ups. And, you know, in the orange, blue, purple, uh, you got these pike handstand pushups, right? Brian was talking about those. Mm -hmm. Now this is, you know, you can't rush these, right? You can't get up there and be like no. knocking them out super hard. You got to get in a good position. So just making sure that at that level, people are treating this as an opportunity to be inverted, to do high quality reps, uh, to, to modify, to adjust their positioning, to make sure that they can do them appropriately. Uh, so just a little note on that because uh, pike handstand pushups, it's like something that there is a lot of variation within how people position themselves. Yeah. Uh, and the accessory- There is like a flexibility type of, uh, of limiter too. Because I, I mean, sure. when I'm showing people, I have tight hamstrings. I have a hard time getting fully vertical if I have my legs down. Um, so just kind of helping people out with that, bending the knees a little bit to relieve that pressure so they can get a little more vertical. Um, there is a ton of ways to do that. But yeah, yeah. Like Nathan was saying, just really focus on quality there. Uh, and then the accessory, shoulder accessory, we got some lateral raises and reverse flies. So, so four to five sets, 15 reps. So a good amount of, it should be light, right? Light volume, Real light. Uh, rounding things out, right? So yeah, really light on these. Uh, to, to round out this session and then extra credit. We got some mobility, tricep lat stretch, extended child's pose, lizard uh, with rotation and then dead hang. So that's your, oh, before I do that, breathe and burn, burning and intensity should increase with every round, almost lactic by the end. Uh, and just, you know, it is a, it's a short workout, right? So just kind of keeping that in mind that we got to move consistently and you should be pushing it by the end there. Uh, and then that was Friday, Saturday, last day of the week. We got ring muscle ups. So this is an opportunity. These are strict, right? So strict ring muscle ups at, at Brown. Uh, we got ring pull ups, you know, using a false grip, highly suggested here, you know, practicing, getting some good uh, reps in. We're going to warm up here with ring holds. 
uh, ring row holds, front squats, tricep and last stretch, getting everything specifically prepped for those ring muscle-ups. You can compare this to October 15th, uh, which is uh, just, I, I think, what is that, 10, a uh, couple weeks ago. Uh, and then, the, again, the, the opportunity here is to increase awareness and to get people, you know, you, you know familiar with the rings and kind of getting with that, um, making sure that they're doing it properly. The movement review, so obviously the workout itself contains ring muscle-ups, right? So we're taking what we learned here, and this is at the the uh, brown, it's ring muscle-ups. At purple, it's jumping ring muscle-ups. The goal is sub-13, breathe and burn, rings, front squat, and API. Uh, and we can see how this is scaled down a little bit, right? So jumping ring muscle-ups at the purple, leg-assisted ring muscle-up at blue, tough ring rows. And you've seen this through this month, right? This is not the first time we've mm -hmm. done this. Uh, we've done it a few times, actually. And uh, by this time, you know, in the in the rotation here, people should be fairly familiar. So yeah, how did this one go? Uh, and any comments on any of this stuff, ring muscle up or borderland, which is the workout. Yeah. So the, the goal for this one is a little bit geared more towards the, the blue, purple, brown. You, you will see that the, the white, yellow, orange levels do move a little bit quicker just because the, the ring rows will be a tad easier, but it's and not like they're going to finish in four minutes and everyone else is going to finish in 13. It's going to be like a closer to 11, 10 minutes here. And then, Real quick, you know, though, as we get into the yeah, go, go over ahead. what the actual workout is because I'm, I'm realizing that people listening oh, yeah, might yeah, not yeah. know. So, yeah, so we got four ring muscle ups, eight front squats, a little bit heavier today, 135, 95, and then 12 burpees over the bar. And then, as we go down, front squat weight will drop down. So, we go 115, 85, all the way down to 75, 55 for orange, and then goblet squats for the earliest levels, white and yellow. And then we go ring muscle ups into jumping and leg assisted. Um, which I think Nathan brought up already. And then we have ring rows for the rest of the levels and then burpees scale standard, right? Burpees, burpees, burpees into bodybuilders for the earliest levels. Uh, yeah. And, and like I was saying, again, the, the ring rows will make it a little bit easier, a little bit quicker. Obviously you're less likely to hit a wall on those than you are on the more technical variations, the more muscularly demanding variations. Um, so if you see some white, yellow, orange levels closer to the 10, 11 mark, that is, you know, perfectly fine. That's, that's probably closer to where they should be. Uh, but expect the higher levels to have a little bit harder time um, and an inch closer to that 13, 14 minute mark. Uh, the, the big sleeper in this, I don't know if it's a sleeper because I'm looking at this and I'm like, these front squats are going to suck. These front squats do get very difficult as you go. This is just enough weight and just enough reps to kind of have you thinking about it technique wise. And just, like I said, just enough reps to kind of get the burn going in the legs. And then you go right into burpees and burpees with burning quads is never fun. Uh, so that, that will, you know, push that goal time out to 13 minutes. Cause even when you're looking at this, especially rep wise, five rounds, you're like, I could probably do this in eight minutes, but because of the combination of movements here, that's how we get closer to that 13 minute mark um, for the goal. So just consistent movement, really focused on technique on those ring muscle ups, ideally front squats stay unbroken burpees stay straight through but you're just modulating pace and tempo on those burpees to kind of keep things going and then uh the extra credit aerobic recovery 20 to 30 minutes jog row and air bike and that rounds out uh the session the week if you do give your people the extra credit uh it's a great opportunity to have uh, them work on weaknesses and once again as a reminder we got this durability idea uh we have mobility and then we have the specifics with the um uh, the assessment. So that is your Saturday. It's the end of the week. Uh, 
the assessment week. So yeah, guys, um, if you have any questions about it, just let us know, post in the group or shoot us an email. Uh, Brian, you have any last words or anything you want to add? Nope. This was a, a really good week. Um, I really push people to test. I know some people just will never feel like they're going to level up, but because of all the polling we did, because of all the, the gymnastic stuff we had this week or this, this month, rather, people will definitely level up on that upper and lower endurance, even if they feel like they won't. So just push it a little bit um, and you should have a ton of level ups. So hope to see you guys posting those uh, in the next coming weeks. All right, guys. See you next time. Thanks for watching. See you guys.